what a beautiful day. Oh, what a gorgeous day. Oh, what a sunny, amazing day with lots of amazing things to do. And have you noticed that on sunny days when you've got cool stuff to do, the day seems to go really quickly? Have you ever had one of those days where the day seems to have dragged on and you've said at the end of the day, it's been a long day? Well, technically it hasn't. There's only 24 hours in a day. There's only seven days in a week. The time measurements are all the same. They just feel different. Have you ever been out for some exercise and one day, a kilometre or five kilometres or 10 kilometres felt really long and really hard and another day, that same distance might have felt really easy? Or one day you did that distance, let's pick one kilometre, and you went one kilometre uphill and it felt really hard. And the next day you did one kilometre downhill and it felt really easy. My question is always this though, did the distance change? It's still one kilometre, it just felt differently. It's still 24 hours, it just felt differently. So there's that big argument about calories in versus calories out. And the... uh, the experts are arguing about it, just go to social media and have a look. Whether it's exercise physiologists, cardiologists, even psychologists, neuroscientists, anybody to do with anatomy, physiology, and now the oncologists are getting involved because of cancer. Uh, We've got a major challenge in the world right now with obesity. So where your weight is affecting your health. So that might be, yes, obesity, but what about anorexia? What about bulimia? What about exercise bulimia? That's why the psychologists are involved because food and exercise and mental health and physical health are all intertwined. So they're all arguing and they're particularly arguing about calories. Now, there's some facts about calories that are what do you call a fact? We don't even know that really anymore. People talk about uh, gravity being a fact, but I've never seen it, so I'm not sure. But it's been suggested by the experts that measure such things that a gram of fat has nine calories, a unit measurement of energy. So one gram of fat, nine calories. One gram of alcohol, which usually comes in liquid form, so I'm not sure how they measure that, seven calories. Carbohydrate and protein, four and a half calories per gram. Uh, which is the measurement energy, how much energy do I get from this amount of fat, carbohydrate, alcohol, or protein? The calories of, or the measurement, uh, is no different to, this is 10, 10, we'll use 10 kilometres. Whether it's uphill or downhill or through soft sand or up and downhill, it's still 10 kilometres. Whether a calorie comes from fat or it comes from carbohydrate or it comes from protein or comes from alcohol, it's still a calorie. And then there's the argument about if I put this many calories in and I burn up this many calories, will I lose weight? If I put this many calories in and I do lots of exercise, will I lose weight? If I put this many calories in and I don't do any exercise, so I don't burn up those calories, will I put on weight? And those questions go round and round in circles. And isn't it interesting that some people count calories and they count how many calories they're burning when they're exercising, so they count what they put in and they count what they're expending, there should be a deficit or an increase and they haven't got a a change in their body. And other people uh, don't care, they're not measuring any of those things and they stay the same, they've got the same weight, the same energy level and the same, uh, everything about them stays the same for their whole life even though they're not counting, weighing and measuring and working out calories. So I've got an interesting headspace to perhaps consider. I don't know what happens inside the body with a calorie. I've never been inside there to have a look. 
it makes sense that if fat has nine calories per gram, that it's going to take more energy to burn off those a fat calorie than it is to burn off a carbohydrate calorie or a protein calorie. But it doesn't make any sense because a calorie is just a unit measurement. Just like my day analogy, it might feel like a long day, but it's still only 24 hours. It might feel like a long one kilometre because it's directly uphill, but it's still only one kilometre. So a calorie is a calorie. And I don't want to get into the argument. I'm just going to point out what people argue about. Uh, One of the interesting things to take note of, and in fact, probably two, is that when they do exact studies of calories in versus calories out versus you telling somebody what you ate yesterday and how many calories you burnt up yesterday, and you might take a guess that if I go for a walk, for example, I'm going to burn 300 calories. Do we actually know that? Because does that depend on how much muscle we've got, what our hydration levels are, uh, how much fat weight we carry, what our base metabolic rate is? Uh, There's a whole heap of different factors that would determine how many calories I burn when I go for a walk. But people take an estimated suggestion. Well, the Teco people came up with some ways to measure that. Apparently, you can wear a a device on your body and strap it on and it measures your heart rate and apparently how many calories you're burning. You can get onto a piece of cardio equipment at the gym or you can buy a a piece of home equipment, rent it, and your cross-trainer or your bike or your treadmill will tell you how many calories you burnt in that particular exercise session. How accurate are they? Well, the other techo people who like to find stuff like that out, they're fascinated and curious, have determined that most of our devices are somewhere between 5% inaccurate, you ready, to 95% inaccurate. So if a machine is telling you that you've burnt this many calories, it's highly unlikely that that's correct. If you think a food's got X number of calories in it, so we've got We know about fat, carbohydrate, protein, and alcohol, but when you have a look at a packet, it is now in some countries illegal not to put the calorie count of the food on the packet. But (laughs) those uh, labels are allowed to be, are you ready, are allowed to be inaccurate by up to 20%. So something might say it's got 100 calories in it and might only have 80 it might have 120. And that's okay according to the rules of the land. So you might measure your calories by, I looked, I ate this much and it said this on the label, this was how many calories I ate, but that could be 20% inaccurate. So why am I even investigating this in my headspace? I have to deal every day with people that argue about calories. And I have to deal with people every day who are angry about not being able to lose weight Uh, I deal with people every day who are frustrated and annoyed because they're supposedly doing all the things that somebody's telling them to do and it's not working. And there's other people, only have to go to any social media platform, that will tell you, if you do this, you'll lose weight. If you burn this many calories or do this exercise or eat this food, this will happen. And unfortunately, that doesn't always happen for everybody. So what do you do? And I like to keep it really simple because, as I shared, I don't know really what goes on inside the body. I've never been inside there. What I do know is if I ask these four questions, I would love a yes answer to all of them. So whatever you're eating and whatever exercising you're doing at the moment, whether you're counting calories or that you put in and counting the calories that you put out or you don't care, should you have a stack of energy? Should you be performing at your best? Should you love what you see in your mirror and love the way your body feels? 
And should you be able to expect a certain result from your eating and exercise plan? They're the four questions that I always ask. So whether you wear a a strap-on piece of equipment to measure calories or whether you count calories or whether you go and have your base metabolic rate tested or whether you use a body fat machine, and I have to, I can't, I would be remiss if I didn't make comment about those. Body scanners, body fat testing machines, same challenge with the uh, measuring your calories that you burn and the food that's written on a label. Uh, highly inaccurate. The best experts in the world suggest if you're going to get a body scan done, it must be by the same person who's highly skilled at the, at the machine. At the same time of the month or the week, uh, at the same time of the day, uh, when, what, what you've eaten, how much fluid you've got or haven't got in your body, whether or not you've just been to the bathroom and done a number two or number one, all all determine or all change the reading on the scanner. So if you really believe that the scanner's correct, there's so many inaccuracies in the machine. So how do we, like, and I always ask this question, I go and get a body scan done, for example, or I weigh myself, for example, or I say I've been counting my calories and I've been counting my energy expenditure. My question is always this, congratulations, you're obviously focusing on being healthy or being lean or whatever your goal is, but do you have a stack of energy? Are you performing at your best? Do you love what you see in the mirror and love the way you feel? And are you getting the results that you want? And if the answer's no, surely there's got to be something different to be done. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over and expect a different result, that's called lunacy, stupidity, insanity, and somebody will either come and take you away or they'll tell you, Rowie, you're insane. You keep doing the same thing over and over and you're expecting a different result. So I like to look at it a little bit differently. What do you love to eat? And why would you not eat it? How could you possibly enjoy life if there's a whole heap of foods that you love and you don't eat them? What don't you like to eat? And why would you waste food, calories for that matter, (coughs) (coughs) excuse me, getting excited, why would you waste calories, energy, why would you put stuff into your body that's going to give you energy if you don't like the taste of it or you don't enjoy it? I can't think of anything sillier because there's just foods I don't like. And I don't care whether they're healthy. I don't care whether they're low in calories or high in calories or they're a superfood. If I don't like them, I don't want to eat them. How about you? I just don't want to, I don't want to, life is too short. We don't know how long we're going to be around for. And I don't want to waste any meals or any food or any enjoyment of food on food that I don't like. And I certainly don't want to have a headspace of the foods that I love and somebody comes along and says, can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have. I don't want to live my life like that. How about you? So from a food perspective, I would like to eat everything that I love. Don't eat any of the foods that I don't love. I would like to eat when I'm hungry. I don't enjoy food when I'm not hungry and I don't enjoy food when I'm full. So wouldn't it be nice just to eat when you're hungry and stop eating when you're full rather than you have to eat at this time and you have to eat this many times a day or you can only eat once a day or there's a a big argument now about you should only eat once a day or every second day versus you should eat five times a day. There's people preaching at us every day, just open up social media and you'll hear them. So how about this for a philosophy? Eat what you like, don't eat what you don't like, eat when it suits your lifestyle and eat when you're hungry and stop eating when you're full then how do I know if I'm getting the right number of calories or energy or fat or protein or wouldn't those four questions be answered? I have a stack of energy. 
I'm performing at my best, I love what I see in the mirror, and I'm getting the results that I want. So why would I change anything, even if the latest expert says you should be doing this? And by the way, and I have to repeat this again, the experts always argue. Every cardiologist, oncologist, psychologist, all of them are arguing about calories in versus calories out. They're arguing about vegan, vegetarian or plant-based diet versus carnivore. They're arguing about whether or not you should eat sugar, uh, what happens. And there's an interesting study only today uh, that's only just come out. They've fed people exactly the same amount of food, the exactly the same amount of calories. But one group had a much higher percentage of just sugar, so glucose. So one group didn't have very much glucose. One group had a lot of glucose because there's a big argument about whether or not sugar's good or bad. And, of course, they ate exactly the same amount of calories and the results were exactly the same. Now, they have a look now at whether you've got healthier blood sugar levels, of course, and whether your heart's healthier and what's going on inside your arteries. And health has got a lot to do with whether or not you should eat sugar. I get that. But it's really interesting because there's a lot of argument to say that it's not that you're eating too much food, it's just that you're eating too much sugar and that's why you're fat or that's why you're obese. But that study was really interesting because it showed that that's actually not the case. Whether you eat a large amount of sugar or a small amount of sugar, that doesn't change. If you put too many calories in, you'll put on weight and if you don't put enough calories in to what your body needs, you'll lose weight. Interesting. Just an interesting question to ask too, by the way, and I've asked this question many times and people get a bit of a blank face. If I uh, go on a diet, which I hate and I never, I never will, but a lot of people do, have you noticed? And let's just say on that diet I'm losing, let's pick a number, I'm losing a kilo a week. If I stay on that diet, will I keep losing a kilo a week and then die because I've wasted away? <laughs> I have to ask the question, is it possible that, the body, that our body adapts to everything that we do to it? Is it possible that some people eat crappy food their whole life smoke their whole life, drink, take drugs their whole life, and they have a long life. Now, I I can't explain that. It doesn't make any sense to me. There's some people that supposedly eat healthy food every day and they exercise every day and they die early. I don't have an answer for that either. All I know is this. I don't want to live my short life, whatever that is, whether it's twenty, the next 20 years, two years, two months, or the next 60 years, because I'd love to live past 120 healthy, fit, and strong. That would be awesome because I've got so much to do. But that time frame is still only short and I don't want to live that time frame. I don't want to live that time frame counting calories, counting fat grams, counting macronutrient percentages, weighing myself, getting a body scan done, getting a body fat test done, filling my headspace with stuff that I don't find enjoyable. Now that's just me. But if you are a coach or an exercise professional and if you love counting calories and wearing a watch that tells you how many steps you've done and how many calories you've burnt, and if you love having a body scan done and you love having a body fat percentage done, is it possible, please consider, that perhaps not everybody loves that? So if we tell people they have to have a body scan or they have to weigh themselves or they have to count calories or they have to wear a machine that counts how many calories they're expending or how many steps they're doing... Is it possible, perhaps, that not everybody wants to live like that? And is it possible that there's other people like me who just want to love their life, love their food, love their exercise? Uh, We we always have a joke at our house because a lot of people think that because I'm an exercise professional that a really cool gift to buy me would be some kind of strap-on device to measure my, you know, a watch or a strap-on thing or whatever, you know, those things. And we laugh at our place. We call them strap-ons because (laughs) when I go, when I'm on the treadmill, I don't look at the numbers. I just get, I go as hard as I can. Physiology helps me on that because you can't go at 100% 
for longer than 10 seconds. So I don't have to measure that because I know that I can feel it. I can feel lactic acid tapping in and that's when I stop. So I don't have to measure. So my treadmill tells me all sorts of numbers, but I don't look at the numbers. I'm not interested. If I go out for a run or a walk or a hike or I go snow skiing or I go bike riding in this beautiful countryside, I don't want to know how many calories that I've burnt. And K-Man will often share that with people. Please don't buy her a machine that measures that stuff. Because I'm quite, uh, uh, you've probably guessed, I like to be clean and tidy. I like things to be just right. Some people would say I'm a perfectionist. Some people would say that I've got some kind of disorder. Uh, <laughs> I like everything to be right. And if I, if I start measuring my steps and I start measuring calories, I'll probably live a very miserable life because I'll start competing with the machine, competing with the body scanner, competing with the treadmill, competing with the calorie counter, competing with. And the reason I share that is I had one time in my life where I did do a bodybuilding competition and I counted calories. I had to get down to a certain body fat percentage. And I remember, I, it was so funny and just a very quick story, I went in a competition that had 15 people in my division. Uh, I rocked up to compete and there was nobody there except me. So I won. I've got this fantastic trophy to say that I've won a bodybuilding competition. I'm sharing that with you because when I came off stage, all I had to do was perform my routine. I got my trophy. But when I came off stage, the very first thing I said to myself was, I'm never doing that again because it screwed up my head. <laughs> I was screwed up for a very long time because I knew now what calories were. I knew for me, and this is my still, still my headspace, I know I love a fresh crisp crisp apple for example I love apples but I know that there's somewhere between 70 to 90 calories in an apple and I can't unlearn that because when I was counting calories I learned that so one of the things that I do now and again we joke about it at our house is if there's I like to eat new foods because when I when a new food comes onto the market I never look at the label I don't care how many calories are in it because I don't want to know I just want to enjoy the food and I'm asking that or sharing that with you for a reason because is it possible there are other people like me and I'm going to keep asking that question I want to live my life loving my food, loving my exercise. I don't want to exercise counting calories. I don't even want to count time frame. I don't want to know that I've been on the treadmill for this number of times or this amount of minutes. I just know that if I've got 10 minutes, I go hard, get my breath back, go hard, get my breath back. If I've got seven minutes, I go hard, get my breath back, go hard, get my breath back. And if I can, if I'm out in the garden all day and I can be out here unlimited amount of time, then I get my, I get puff, get my breath back, get puff, get my breath back. And I just keep doing that, but I don't measure anything. Because for me, measuring screws up my headspace, screws up my life, and I don't want to do that to myself. And that's why I always ask. Because sometimes people share with me, yes, I want to get my body fat tested. And I'll give you another example. Max Exercise Professionals, part of your... Uh, assessment process to become a top level exercise professional is that you must be capable and confident and comfortable with doing body fat testing, with doing uh, measuring people, weighing people and uh, taking their blood pressure and taking their resting heart rate. It's called a health check and for some people that's really important. But as I always share with my exercise professionals, you have to be good at it. You have to be capable and confident of doing it if somebody wants you to do it. But don't tell people they have to do it. Ask them if they want to do it. And is there a better way? And I always use this example. I can get a body fat test done and I can get measurements done and I can weigh myself. But if I stand naked in front of the mirror, wow, there's the truth. Have you noticed that the, the mirror will probably tell you the truth? Particularly if you stand in front of the mirror on a day like this in the bright sunshine, 
the sunshine and the mirror will tell you how your body's doing. And if you ask yourself, do I have a stack of energy? Am I performing at my best? And am I getting the results that I want? Is it possible the inside of your body will be a really good health check too? Just as another interesting side note, there are some numbers that I think are really interesting as far as health is concerned. Do you have long, clear wheeze? So when you go to the bathroom and you've done a number one, a tinkle, is it long and is it clear? Now, I don't care how long, but not, if you have a little squirty, yellow, stinky tinkle, that could mean that you're dehydrated. In fact, it probably does. If you're not pooing on a regular basis, so how many times a day, there's a number, how many times a day do you do number twos? And if you're getting the junk out of your body on a regular basis, one or two times a day, is that better than leaving the junk inside your body for two or three days, sometimes longer? I had a client once who shared with me that uh, he used to try to do number twos once every seven days. Well, there's a challenge there, yeah, because there's a lot of junk stuck inside your body and you're not getting it out. So wouldn't it be nice to get the junk out of your body? Again, I'm sharing that because they're really simple numbers. Resting heart rate tells you how fit you are. If the weights that you're lifting are getting heavier or the or the wheelbarrow's got more dirt or rocks in it or your child's getting heavier that you're lifting, you know that you're getting stronger. If you're lifting heavier, you're getting stronger. If you recover quicker from getting puffed, you're getting fitter. If you're doing number twos on a regular basis, you're getting the junk out of your body. If you're doing long, clear wheeze, you're obviously hydrated. And then those four questions, do you have a stack of energy? Are you performing at your best? Do you love what you see in the mirror? Stark naked on a bright sunny day, and are you getting the results that you want? And could be that could all of that be a really a much more fun way to live your life rather than counting calories, getting weighed, getting measured, getting your body fat test done, getting a body scan done, wearing a machine that tells you what you're doing. Now, I'm just asking the question because is it possible that there's other people in the world who don't want to live controlled by a machine? They don't want to live controlled by the scales. They don't want to live their life controlled by a body scan once a month or once a week. Uh, Could we please ask? So the calorie counting, the calorie experts, the calorie machines, the 1,000 or 10,000 steps, all of those are inaccurate. The experts will agree that they've all got variables that could make them inaccurate. Is it possible that your mirror could tell you the truth, the way you feel could tell you the truth, and that could be a much easier way to get people to start and stick with wanting to be healthy, fit and strong rather than telling them can't have, mustn't have, don't have, shouldn't have, have to eat this number of calories, have to burn this number of calories, have to wear this machine, have to get your body fat tested. Just some things to consider. Because I would love you every day to be able to say, I feel good, na 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 Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got this magical feeling that whatever happens today, I'm healthy, fit and strong and I can handle it. Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie and Romax is all about living your life to the max, loving every single day regardless of what happens because you are fit and strong, because you have a career or business that you love, because you are financially free or on track to being and you've got great people in your life. The most important relationship is the one that you have with yourself. Do you love hanging out with you? Woohoo! Live your life to the max. Woohoo!